Hi, this is Russell, and welcome to the video store, the place you can go to once a week whenever it is movie night. I love this job because when the store is quiet, I get to watch movies all day long and talk about them with my friends that work here. But occasionally, some interesting people pop in to rent something, and that's exactly what happened today. Um, today on the show, we are having a chat with Maud Sandham. She is just delightful. Um, I got to know her about a month ago. She came into the Bioscope um, for something. And I always think it's great when you, you meet someone for the first time, yet it feels like you've been chummies for the last 20 years. And so uh, it only made sense that I get her onto the video store. You'll see with, with all the interesting things that she's done, all the interesting and amazing stuff she's doing now, um, she was the perfect guest. And uh, I had such a great chat with her. So this is me having a chat with Maud. Did you see that thing yesterday on the TV? How's it? Hi. How are you? I'm so well. How are you? It's so good to see you. It's been... It's been a hot it's minute. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> I've spent the last two days... I haven't told you this. I think you'd love it. Um, what the fuck have I been doing? Recording, uh, doing voice dubbing for a Turkish telenovela. Yes, you told me. <laughs> it's been so, so funny. Oh, my gosh. So just t tell me about this. Um, okay, so uh, Turkish telenovelas are like two and a half hours long. They come out once a week, but then in South Africa, they divide them up into 24-minute, 30-minute episodes. And then they get South African actors to do the voices. So you go in and you dub over, you know, the, but the in Turkish Afrikaans. Prison, yeah. So these stunning Turkish people all have like beautiful brown eyes and hair and they're all like <laughs> super tanned. And, and I was like, just... Just wild. And then you also have to do, I think this is the strangest part. I play a very bratty uh, 18 year old. What's my name? Nas. Okay. Hi, Axe Nas. And then. Um, Where does this scream? Where does this show? Or on CakeNet and on, and on oh, other. Oh, and wow. on ETV as well. Wild. Okay. Uh, and so. Some of, well, this is the weirdest part is you have to do little ASMR moments sometimes. Or not yeah. ASMR, but you have to do so like someone's eating while talking. Yeah. You have to kind so of, you got to like do that. But they also want you to make noises when you like sit down and stand up and when you hug people, which are noises we all do as we move around. But mm. when you're like an 18 year old hugging your dad in the scene and then you're like, mm. <laughs> and they're like, sorry, can you do a little bit more on that? A little like, more. Hugging my dad. Okay, you're like, hmm, mm? mm. like, What is the what is the appropriate amount of, of <laughs> noise to make when you are hugging your dad? Didn't really really ever think about that, wow. and now I have to. It's always interesting when you see those like foley, uh, foley studios. Have you ever seen? Yeah, they're oh, sort of like patting in water, or they're like yeah, crunching like boots and things, slapping and like, hot dogs together, and everything gets done. <laughs> Literally. Every single fucking noise is recreated. Uh, did you know that the, um, uh, what am I trying to say? I'm going to have download brain English problems today. 
Uh, <laughs> just, just so you know, data loading. Uh, uh, nature documentaries? Yeah, yeah. Like, they just, rec- they don't... They don't record, record sound. Record the sound. No, They no. put in the Everything. things afterwards. I was like, oh, my whole yeah, life even is like lie. Even the boats sort of going through the water and the Amazon, they, they make every noise. They recreate fake, every noise. Fake. Fake ass bitches. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> this feels like such a betrayal. I always thought they were so real. Yeah. No, and I think what was the, there were some facts about when they were doing dinosaur noises for the first time. They were like, we don't know what a dinosaur sounds like. <laughs> so they like did backwards elephant trumpets and they just sort of just stuck like, it all together. And they were yeah. like, I guess this is a, <laughs> this is what a T-Rex. We're, we're they all probably more were like, <laughs> Probably are more kind of chicken birdie, I think. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool, but it's also weird to go. There's a whole, a sense of what you think. Yeah, dinosaurs sound like, which yeah. is just completely made up. No, no one's, yeah, no, one no idea. Um, okay, so you do this, mm-hmm. and then what is the other thing that your whole family is very proud of you for being on in your, in I your career? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> My family's never been proud of me, not no, once. No, but you said, no, you said for the first time ever, you, you're starting to get like, Family members thinking like, ah, oh, you made okay. it. Okay, so my immediate family could not give less. My mom, dad, and sister could not give less of a shit. Yeah. But my extended family is, yes. is finally, they think I've actually done something with my life and not just like farted around with a BA degree in drama. I am on a, a South African Afrikaans soap opera mm. called Benelanders. Yeah, you got to roll that off. Benelanders. Yeah, well, since becoming friends with you, I saw you on a billboard and I was so proud of you. I felt like your distant cousin that was like, Morty's finally made it. There she is. <laughs> all, that, all that money is finally paying off. Doing my little like crossed arm uh, yeah. smile to camera. And so what are you on that? What do, who do I play? Yeah. Uh, I play Nurse Gabby. Okay, what's uh, Gabby like? Gabriela Turin. Um, Gabby is uh, the younger sister of a of a doctor who's been on the show for many years and who's very beloved. Yeah. Um, and so when she came in, did I ever tell you how my character entered the story? No, tell me. So there's some kind of kind of flama with uh, this doctor who's called Tashius, his dad, who has who like ordered a kind of um, insurance style hit on himself. Ooh, and they were like, why are you trying to die? And he's like, actually, I have this terminal disease yeah. and I'm too proud and I don't want to go that way. So, I've, like, so he hired someone to kill himself. Yeah, yeah. To That's like juicy. do a whole, of course, soap opera, hi. And then um, the whole thing, the thing. Then there's this woman who appears next to the dad's bed constantly. And everyone's like, who's this woman? Because this woman, go yeah. away and think part of the like hit people like yeah. you know trying to get her out of the hospital to discover this is actually a lady that he's been having a like 30 year long affair with is he married and he's married to the other the, <gasps> the other guys the, the my brothers yeah. uh, whatever so you're the, you're the bastard child so i'm the bastard child but they then hear about her and then she's like no she's overseas blah blah don't worry about her then at some point i think it's like a new year's party He's just been dumped, this brother, this this new character enters the bar and they're like all trying to like make a, make a vibe happen for him. Happy New Year, you're going to like have someone to kiss at 12 o'clock. Vibe, vibe. They vibe at the bar, they do a kiss, only to arrive the next day at the dad's house and be like, hey guy from the bar, why are you at my dad's house? Your dad, this is my dad. Oh, shit. 
So that's great. That's how my that's character ended up. Yeah, I love that. Is that is good writing. So very awkward uh, little incest introduction. I, I saw something great on the internet, which was a woman saying for like, for $50, I'll come to your funeral, but I'll stand like 20 meters back, wear sunglasses and a fab hat. And everyone will think like, <laughs> you have a secret? <laughs> I thought that was great. That's quite cool. Just with an umbrella. like Yeah. And everyone would be like, who's this mystery woman? What's the deal with that? Like, what? Did, what? what? Um, yeah. Besi- besides that, besides the little um, ancestral introduction. Okay. Uh, but now Gabby. She's bubbly. She is neopar bakhafoni. That's how we say in It's like she does not have a, she does not put a God in front of her mouth. She says whatever she thinks. She questions a lot of like the hierarchy in the hospital. Okay. Um, she is pretty cheeky and it sounds like it's a not that far off the mark. <laughs> Quite a nice sort of natural path for you. Yeah. I mean, she is a lot younger than I am and a lot I mean, more willing. nobody needs to do any kind of Daniel Day-Lewising. No. Like you, no, you, you can channel. I mean, it's not great when you are having like a sort of a depressive episode in your life and you're like, I have scraped myself off yeah. of the floor to come to work. And now I have to be like, hi, Yala. Coffee, yeah. like yeah. that's not great. How long has it but been? But the now? rest of the time, it's nice. Um, going on two years in October. Lovely. No, September. And yeah. that takes a big chunk of your week. Your filming this. Yes, it depends on what storyline I'm in. So an A line, A storyline yeah. would mean like big time drama happening. Yeah. And then you're and like, then okay, you're this shooting. is going to be a big week. No. Yes, and then you or two weeks usually. So then it's yeah. kind of back to back. Uh, every day working from shooting from seven to seven. And then that also means obviously waking up beforehand, getting there on yeah. time to be makeup and all the rest. And then going home and having like an hour of respite before. Before you Ooh, start doing Just learning lines. Oh, yeah, starting to learn lines for the next day. Um, and of course we shoot out of sequence and that kind of thing. So yeah. you have to kind of remember why am I crying now? Oh, yes, because last week this happened. Right, right, right. And you've got to channel probably some big, juicy sort of plot thing, and you've got to channel that. How like, do you mean? Like when you're like, oh, why am I crying? And then, But it's not just like, oh, I need to cry. It's like something big is happening. Yeah. Um, I, found sort of, it, I found it recently. We've had a, a storyline again with Sick Dad. Mm. Um, some of the other things seem kind of easier because you could just be like, I don't know if it's like a big action, there's a bomb in the hospital or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of really just fun, make-believe-y, mm. panic, uh, freak out about it. Mm. Um, you know, you feel like a kid, like doing, yeah. uh, playing in the no, yard, kind of going cool, crazy. Yeah. But then mm, when you when it's like stuff that touches, yeah. feels like close to home to imagine a sick parent or something like that, then... You got to. Yeah, then it doesn't the feel. So, then it doesn't feel so lacquered. Uh, no, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go all sad method times. Okay. But then you can't help but make those connections, you know. Sure. Yeah, it gets a bit. It okay. gets. A, it gets a bit much. And in amongst all this acting, do mm. you do you watch stuff? It's a little part of Your. what we chat about here. Is like what we are enjoying. Do I you hate get any television. time? You hate it. <laughs> no <I'm> joking. <laughs> No, I've I I I don't own a television. That's lovely. Uh, but I do do a bit of Netflix and a little bit of um, sailing the high seas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so such a speak. great way to say it. <laughs> um, and yeah, and and I I try and challenge myself to watch things that aren't just like comfortable nonsense. But yeah, a lot of that's the time, a hard thing to do. It's just nice. And sometimes you to watch yeah. nonsense. Yeah. You know? 
So I'm trying to think of what, you, what I've... Blah, blah, blah. But we talk what about I've, nonsense here too. Okay. And we very much admit, and at least I want the show to be about the nonsense because sometimes that nonsense is important. That's true. Okay, so because at my the end nonsense... of a long day, like sometimes you just want to see, like, is it cake or is it not cake? <laughs> <laughs> Oh and no. then you get so into it. That is very funny. It is cake. <laughs> oh, I find some of that like gives me anxiety also. Like I can't watch any, um, uh, what are those shows where people are like on an island doing yeah, yeah, yeah. love? <laughs> yeah, love yeah. island. No, no. That's that, that is trash, eh? I can't. It gives me like the, I cannot, because I know how um, you just, produced you just, it is. You can feel. But it's also so cringe. Like yeah. people would be willing to do that. Oh, no, but these are the dumbest fucks, eh? Like, these are, like, really, really, really... You know when people talk about how... It's, like, it's a conversation that often happens amongst, like, smarter folk where they're like, wouldn't it be great to just be stupid? Because, like, the, like the world will be so much better. So like, relaxing. Ukraine, what Ukraine? You know, inflation, who gives a shit? Like, life would be magical. Climate change? I don't know her. It's like, oh, my God, it's hot outside. Like... <laughs> So bikini weather. I watched a bit of I watched a bit of Love Island, the British one, mm. which is great, because they don't get a lot of sun in the UK, and so they go to Spain, Spain yeah. for this. Where like the Australian one, it's like we're all used to sun, like whatever. Where the British just take it so, so much jazzed. to the next level. And I remember there was one moment where the one girl was confronting the guy about like how he's talking about her behind her back, and he's like, "Oh, it's just lad banter." She's like, "It's not fucking lad banter." <laughs> I just remember I, mean, I just remember talking like that for the next like two weeks. Banter. I was like, it's not fucking lad banter. <laughs> I used to no, love it a, is, a, a Jersey Shore and a Geordie Shore though, but I don't know why I can't for no. Love Island. No, no. Things. You really don't need it. What is nice and a little a little easygoing is the tattoo redo show on Netflix. Which is quite cool. And th- is this the one the ta- tattoo of us? Like, no, no it's not just where called, they're like spitefully tattooed. No, no, that's horrible. Okay, that's that, super mean. Also no, I no, can't. no. It's a similar concept in that like a couple will come in, either like friends or or husband and wife or whatever, and one of them has got a horrible tattoo that they've just been dying to like redo. Get rid of. Okay. But then the show concept is that the partner has to pick, but it's not a spiteful show. Okay. It's like I really no hope getting a, like really hope Maud loves it. You like know? Purple dildo or something. No, they're not trying to do that. That's horrible. I can't. Ugh. But it's 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 quite an easygoing show. I think it's just called Tattoo Redo. <laughs> nice. But a really lovely, lovely, lovely movie just to yes. take it to the other level, which yeah. is like the stuff one should watch. Have you seen the Emma Thompson movie, the new Emma Thompson movie? No, but I want um, to. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. Yes. It is exceptional. Yeah. It is exceptional. If she does not win things. an Oscar for it... There's something wrong. There's honestly something wrong with the world. Like, I think as a woman, I think women would identify far stronger with the movie because it's literally all about her aging, being this kind of much older woman, Mm. having this kind of lost life to some degree where like her husband never really loved her, never gave her pleasure, you know, just sort of got on top of her. Pumped her and banged one out, you know, and fell asleep. And so, this is her now as a widower hiring a male escort. Wait, she's a widower, yeah. So, she she's not a widow, whatever the term is. Sorry, I don't know. 
I'm just checking what her, kind of plot twist her there is. dead. <laughs> He's no longer around. I think okay. he died. And so the whole movie takes place in a hotel room. Oh, wow. Over the course of these visits with this, like, younger male escort. escort. Okay. And it's v- so – she, obviously, as her character, but also kind of as Emma Thompson, is, like, being super vulnerable, like – acting in a particular way. I don't want to give too much away, but like... She wrote a really interesting sort of, I think it was in The Guardian, sort of essay, um, Mm. yeah, like opinion piece uh, that she was talking about uh, being with three generations of women, I think over Christmas or something. And it was herself, her daughter, and her mother. Mm. And uh, relating to like a much older aging body, her body aging, her daughter's very... Mm. Like young, uh, empowered experience of the world, yeah. how different she feels about her body than her mother does, and and so wrote this piece, and I think this is about a year or so ago that it must have the, all yeah, been tied in. Ties in with that. No, I I must say, you know, there's a handful of things that I think the majority of men just go their whole life not even caring or thinking about mm. until you you have these kinds of conversations or you see these kinds of films, and then it's it's really important that everybody sees it. Yeah. You know, so it's not a movie just for women because I think it can open up so many men's ideas. And, and like, I'll never forget, as limited a dish, I worked with this woman called Deborah Darling, who's remarkable. She's this, like, I think she's in her, like, late 50s. She could even be 60. Gray-haired woman who does her hair up in this, like, beautiful, fabulous way. And she's a very attractive woman. And later on in life through kind of finding this confidence and style and having a channel like Instagram, she's become a superstar. Like every time I check her account, she's got another like 50,000 followers and they're people around the world. She's just stylish and awesome. Yeah, because for so many women, they're like seeing her and going, I can do more. Like I can love being gray. I can be open Mm. about it. And like when I was talking to her, because basically we released a t-shirt because some artist made this really great um, kind of fan piece of her and then through a friend was introduced that she could sell this t-shirt to her f- to her followers mm. and she was like opened my eyes to the fact that at a certain age like certain women feel invisible you no longer like getting the attention of everyone mm. you you know you've and you feel ironically gray you feel like you've kind of lost yeah and or so, that you that it feels inappropriate to want attention after a certain age. Yeah, wild. And so yeah. here's this woman who's got this beautiful grey hair and just loves her sort of age and her style and it's it's lovely. And so I actually contacted her after watching this movie and was like, You need to watch this movie. <laughs> we should actually get her on the show. So hopefully this pays to off. Chat about that. To yeah. talk to talk about it, because I just thought it was very interesting. I gotta check. But it's it a out. lovely movie. It's a fucking lovely movie and it's so well written it's so well acted it i think it was in some south african cinemas i remember seeing it in cinemas when i was in the uk in may um but i think it's yeah it's on box office now yeah oh, really, really yeah 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 no it's very much around oh, i'm trying to think of no no of like something some but i wanted awesome. to share it with you because as a as a yeah it's a very much an actor's movie as well because you can just see how exceptional she is I oh I did think of two movies one I hated and one that I loved yeah I thought was great now I don't know what the names are I could tell you totally what happens yeah you can 30 seconds card it 30 seconds um uh ooh what's her name Anna Taylor-Joy and 
another dude uh, in a movie about Vikings. I think it's called Viking. No, probably not. Okay. Northman. Northman? The Northman. The Northman. Yeah, yeah. Did was you that like a it? movie? It was a movie. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the big kind of art house success films of the year. It was that one and everything, everywhere, all at once. Like yes. those two movies were sort of came out at the same time yeah. and sort of competed for people's attention. Yes. I I mean, I watched both, but I, I was quite uh, enamored with it. With Northman? Yes. I did think some people were cast quite... Mm. Okay. Nicole Kidman. Was she in it? Yeah, brilliant. Okay. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thought you just missed her somehow. No, no. She was, yeah, no. Okay. Did not love okay. what she was doing there. And what was the other one that she saw? And the other one was, oh, fuck. <laughs> Hold on, cut this part out, okay. Um, describe it in Afrikaans. No, I can't describe anything because I, I don't know what I watched. <laughs> okay. Well, what I can say. Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Oh, the, the 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 crimes of the future or something. What's it called? And, and, okay. And um, and Twilight Chicky. Yes. And did it not uh, haunt you? Crimes of the future. Absolute hot, fucking garbage. Oh, Fuck really, that yeah. shit. I will never. So those never films, again. that category of film, is a very interesting film. It's Maybe like I'm that, just it's dumb. That, no, 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 but no, 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 no. It's it's the scandalous art house film. It's the it's the it's the to get people's attention at can film, My and that ver- that what that kind of art house film is today is not the sort of slow, arty like little boy playing with rocks in like a village kind of art house film. <laughs> now, bag. now it's like luminous, crazy, futuristic, mechanical, fucked up. No, no, no. I just know exactly where uh, these uh, films uh. fit in. There's like that other one called Tet- Tetro, Tetro, where like the the woman basically like this is the if you had to give it a plot it's like she has sex with a car and kind of gives birth to like a mechanical baby okay and it's one I of those I've like super challenging arty as all hell like disturbing weird it feels too try hard try hard Cronenberg well, comes out of a history of trying too hard well and also crazy weird movies like The Fly no of course Crash but, mm. Do you remember Crash? Not the not the, not the Oscar no, racist no, no, one. Yeah, yeah. The like let's have sex and crash cars movie. Yeah. Wow, do you remember no, that? No, because he no because he has a thing about like, I guess also the tactile, sensual, mm. uh, the robotic. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe the like um, something also about skin being the yeah. like last barrier be, frontier thing. Yeah, to be outrageous. The, the Mar- idea. It's too. Trying too hard to be okay. so it didn't, it didn't. Yeah, so it didn't. I mean, I did sit and watch it like this, like arms like crossed. a big arms no. crossed, like mm. and mouth downturned, like mm-mm, mm-mm. and I felt so conservative. I was like, "Am I? Am I old? <laughs> Has it happened?" But then Richard Point going, "What is?" It felt a little bit also. No, no, I know. Underdeveloped I know. and too tryhardy at the same time. Yeah, is well, that because possible? because there's a very good chance that they were just trying hard. <laughs> Yeah, just trying to, you know, it's like you walk away from Crash and you're like, oh my God, it's so outrageous. The moment where he like has sex with her scar. It's like. Well, this is pretty much what the what happened in the entire thing. Yeah. In, in the. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? 
Yeah, crimes of the future. Called crimes times. of the future. Yeah, something like that. No, there's a lot of like poking each other's wounds. Ugh, okay, well then he hasn't progressed much in no, a couple buddy. of decades. Let it go. Interesting. Sis, stop it. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, and so, what do you, what do you need more of in your life? What kind of L- more of not watching that stuff? Okay. Well, no I think you, I think you'd love. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. I think that's. Yeah. I think it's a film you'd you'd really really enjoy. I want to watch it. Yeah. I need to have just one weekend to myself to watch yeah. some nice little, things and be little left bit of more alone. Time. Yeah, please. Okay. Can you um, see that coming up? Not this weekend. Next weekend. Good. Nope. Next weekend I'm working. Jokes. Two, three weekends, two weekends from now, well, potentially. Well, thank you for making time to come. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I am getting girl. paid still, right? <laughs> what? Why are you guys laughing? Not yes, you are. Yes, thank you. You are. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, a bit busy, but I'm happy to be busy also. No, it, it, it is good. I'm um, very bored. So, when so when it comes to your found success in Benelanders. Oh, this again. What you were comparing it to was all the magical things that you did before uh. that you, in your opinion, were were more interesting. You really listen, hey? I do. <laughs> so let's talk about you running away with the circus. Oh, yes. That. <laughs> I, um. I, I'm now at the point where I've got... Because before, if you remember with your cell phones, there was only so much space for contacts. Mm-hmm. And, and so you had to be quite discerning as to who your contacts were, where yeah. now it's infinite. So now... Okay, I don't have any other mods in my life, which is lovely. But I've I've now gotten to the point where I'm trying to make elaborate names in the contacts for people, especially as I create them. Because like the other day, I know I was adding a friend, Andy. I've got three or four other Andys, so I yeah. have to make it elaborate. So when I saved your number, it was Maud ran away with the circus. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, so tell me about that. So I... Uh, after I graduated, I came back to Johannesburg and I was working um, on flipping anything. I was hustling hard. I was uh, entertaining children at children's parties. Nice. I was doing motion capture animation. I was making theater pieces um, uh, and performing them at Pop Art and Vits and yeah. all over the place. And it was a really, yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah. And I worked with a lot of my friends and met new people and yeah. it was just uh, awesome, awesome yeah. time. But I'd also never gone overseas and I I felt like I just needed to go. Yeah. And I'd applied for a bunch of different residencies and for theater schools and all kinds of things because I also just wanted to not just do a trip or a thing, but like immerse myself somewhere and, mm. and spend some time over the seas. So... Nothing happened for a long time. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of things came back to me all at once saying, we want you. And I was quite surprised by this. And uh, the one was a, a theater school in Berlin. Um, and the other one, like back to back, was going to uh, Cochabamba in Bolivia uh, to work there at a social circus to be the director and head clown of a social circus. Cocha. Cochabamba. Cochabamba. Yeah, so La Paz is the three capital, the three kind of, in the same way that we have, yeah. a judicial, a parliamental, and a yeah, yeah. whatever. And what country is this? Bolivia. Bolivia. Mm. Wow. Landlocked South American country. Yeah. Uh, they have a big beef with Chile, and they yeah. have a commemorative day every year where they 
have like parades through the streets and all the kids make little boat hats. Yeah. It's friggin' adorable. Yeah. Uh, where they basically go, boo, Chile, we hate you, you stole our access to the sea. That's literally, yeah, they, those are the words of the song? Or? Basically, it's like, yeah, we, we hate you, yeah. you, you, like they did, they do like in the nighttime, I mean, snuck ch- in and like Chile has got an land. incredible ocean. Their whole, they got, their they, whole jaw is the ocean. They're a long strip, a long vertical strip. It's all I mean, ocean, they t- baby. They took so much ocean. They took so much ocean. And they, they don't give a fuck. So, yeah, they stole even more ocean from I love it. I love it Bolivians. when those countries have that. It's the same as, like, in the gates, in every single gate going into the old town of Dubrovnik. Yeah. They've got these giant maps that pinpoint with little red dots every single way, every single place that, the, that Dubrovnik got bombed. <gasps> so, like, every single tourist or every single person entering Dubrovnik gets a reminder of like yeah this is what they did to us but that's kind <laughs> never, of good never forget <laughs> never forget yeah, so interesting. Uh, okay so yeah, you chose that one so i chose that one i chose so i went to uh, berlin and i was like flopping around at my <laughs> physical theater <laughs> flopsy school. body flopsy body so physical we, um, theater time we had a moment where we were talking about theater <laughs> Certain kinds of theatre, and Maud's like, "Yeah, I like kind of flopsy body theatre." And I was like, "I know exactly what you're <laughs> yeah. talking about." So I did. I did some of that for a good three, four months in Berlin, um, which was really fantastic at an international school where, like, people from all over the world and yeah. a very sometimes very limited understanding. So you can only communicate with your flopsy body. But Berlin which is, is great. also speaking of how they they talk about history. Oh, yeah. Berlin is fascinating. It's really cool. There also. is zero Hitler stuff. They don't, want, they don't want any remembrance of him. Like even certain places that people know were sort of like his bunker or where he was. There's no sign. Mm. There's nothing. People shoo you away from those places. No celebration of that. But a and real confrontation also of the history at the same time. Yeah. But not a commemoration. Of and, and if you want to talk about like subtlety of messages, that main museum which people would kind of call inadvertently the Holocaust Museum. The museum or not, the memorial? No, the big pillars, the big, the big... Um, the, the kind of like big... Um, the ones that, the one there's like these giant blocks. That yeah, sort yeah, of come the above. memorial. Yeah. Yeah. But the, there's a museum underneath. Yeah, yeah. It is called, <laughs> correct me, correct my grammar, it's called the Museum to Commemorate the Murdered Jews of Europe. It's not the Holocaust Museum. There's no, no euphemisms. It's like the murdered Jews yeah. of Europe. And, up. and every column represents like a bar graph of a country of Europe and the extent of Jewish people that got murdered. So there's certain countries that are like massive. Super huge. And they count them to the, de- to the death of, of each country and how many Jews were murdered in each country. It's, a, it's haunting. It's a quite incredible also that I, I mean – Often memorials and places like that are like quite crap. Like yeah. They they're like, come here, look at this plaque. Here is a picture. Here is a giant sort of phallic statue. Yeah. Sad. Okay, yeah. move it along. Yeah. But that thing, you have to immerse yourself, and the as you you know, you sort of walk in, yeah. and then you can still hear the street and people talking and la la la. But then the deeper you go into it, yeah. that feeling, that coldness, it's the wild. like. Being overwhelmed by these things that are like so much bigger than you, yeah, you can't no, help but towering. have a full, you, full you get, reflective time. You get lost in this kind of maze of these, of these just simple cement steel columns, and you're sort of silenced by them. You can't yeah. have a chat in there and be like, yeah. 
No, you you have to. You're kind of like um, forced to. It reminds me of yeah. of of seeing Hiroshima. So we oh, did this shit. on our first Japanese tour. We played a show in Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah. And I think we were tired because we'd done a week of Australia. And now we were in Japan, wow. which was also like wild, like shows till late at night, like dinners and bars till three, four in the morning. So I think we were tired. But walking down this promenade in Hiroshima, going towards this one building that remains, they've kept this one bombed building in the center. Just started crying. <laughs> and, and I think the other dudes in the band did as well. You just like, just, all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, God. So real, yeah. <laughs> and there's this, there's this kind of reflective pool and there's this flame. Oh. And you're like, oh, Lordy, emotions things, are real. Things happened here, yeah. Like 200,000 people died in like two seconds. <laughs> it's, like, it's insane. It's wild. It's insane. And it's not a like, interestingly, as opposed to the Bolivians, the Japanese aren't like, fuck America. They're like, no, no, they're not. They're like, let's have this never happen again. Yeah. Peace, peace on earth, no please, thanks, yeah. please. It's, there's no mention of America. It's not about them and how they got. Interesting. Interesting where we're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> this is now a historic. Okay, so this is now a memorial. Welcome also to the, memorials of the world. Welcome to the History Channel. <laughs> Um, okay, so you did the... Oh, so Bolivia. You did the circus. Yes, went there. And so this was a, a fun time because I went there going... There's a social circus that is... Um, there are like two centers on the outskirts of, of Cochabamba City. Um, and it's social circus sort of go, works with young, vulnerable people. Yeah. Instead of going and doing naughty things, guys, come here and yeah. learn how to juggle and uh, use the do the unicycle and... Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. When I, I a part of my deal was I was going to work with the the kind of um, graduate group that had that were all adults who had some professional experience also, and they were like dedicated to circusing, doing mm. the circus things. And I was like, cool. And then I arrived, and they're like, oh yeah, so uh, we don't know where they are. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know where the the people I'm supposed to work with? They're like, yeah, they went to Brazil for the summer to like do some circus stuff then they just haven't come back oh, wow. and I was like what am I doing here why did you let me come and they're like no you can do other stuff whatever you want like mm. did not know enough Spanish I was very yeah. arrogant this was a big uh, white white people chick uh, on my part was like I'll be fine with a little bit of a little duolingo yeah. and everyone was like no we yeah. are not talking to you. Go learn Spanish. <laughs> so I had to do some uh, hardcore crafting, learn how to... You're very good with languages, the little we've hung out. Yeah, I really do. I love learning languages. Mm. I am kind of garbage at all of them, but I I just, yeah, just really okay, like it. So the it. Spanish is good. So, yeah, I love to say, mi español es muy malo, pero mi corazón es muy bueno. Y mi culo es muy grande. Yes. You know what that means? No. That's like, grand. my Spanish is really shit. Yeah. My heart is really good. My ass, it's really big. <laughs> <laughs> there was and that just, that's a great icebreaker. <laughs> there was this great moment when, as a family, we went to Spain. And, and we didn't go to Barcelona, but I kept, like, walking around when we were together going, Barcelona. <laughs> and, my, and, and how I, there was a moment where I knew my dad was getting old. He's a very tolerant, <laughs> exceptional man, but... I knew he was getting old where he was like, oh, that's so affectatious. And I was like, Dad, that is how they pronounce the letter C. He's like, ah, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, Q, 
keep that to yourself. <laughs> Maybe don't say that out loud. No. Yeah, it made me like, <sighs> so annoying. Keep those kinds of thoughts to yourself. Oh. I was like, it's not affectations. It's how they talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, I ran away lovely. with the circus. I was there. I think I was the hugest buzzkill that circus had ever encountered. Because there was a lot of like, it's Bolivia, whatever. These kids can put petrol in their mouths and blow fire. And I was like, this child is eight in a giant plastic tutu. No. No, guys. They're like, she loves it. I'm like, mm-mm. I'm sorry, no. Can we just hold on? Can we have some rules, please? And uh, Bolivia, in Cochabamba, there's a, there's a, well, in Bolivia, there's a kind of like weird tax Thing where if you don't finish building your house, you uh, don't have to pay tax on it. Yeah, it's the same with Mauritius. So there's a lot of like the front of houses are yeah. beautiful facades, but then the back just has like rebar sticking out. Yeah, because like, you get a tax break because you're like, I'm busy building. Yeah, so you're like have, uh, so stairs almo- going nowhere. Almost every house in Mauritius has got like an upstairs that's not completed. That doesn't go anywhere, because yeah. Because it's just their way of getting out of it. Um, So I was going like, maybe it's not the best that we have children on like two high unicycles, <laughs> two kids per unicycle, like flying around. <laughs> Uh, open with rebar this, with all this exposed maybe rebar. not that guys so oh, um the first month i was there was me being a boring safety officer going <laughs> can you please put foam around everything this isn't okay Bloody. like locking the petrol in <laughs> in cupboards being like no petrol for you guys you yeah. don't put it in your mouth meanwhile these little eight-year-olds are like lighting a cigarette talking to yeah you. exactly and they're like this fuck this bitch, this gringa, fuck. <laughs> this gringa. This gringa is killing us, like hating me. And then after that was like, okay, let's make some shows. And so we put together some really incredible shows. That's and then amazing. these children are incredibly talented and the other volunteers that were working there were incre- like incredible and very fun. Um, and we would go and teach very hungover and have incredible parties. My favorite club there in Cochabamba, and this is my last story for now, is a place called bin trash and it had a little picture of a of a like a kind of like a a, a windows 95 yeah, kind like of recycle recycle bin, bin. <laughs> and it's called bin trash and okay. that's i was like what does that mean they're like no it's just a name they also had a place called a fuck burger and it was Not like a, it was a spur it looks like a spur yeah but it was called fuck burger and that's all i gotta tell you about that oh, lovely and it was a great time i loved lovely. it thanks for sharing <laughs> Um, okay, so we're going to get back to work here at the video store. You're going to be on your way. I mm-hmm. hope I've given you a lovely recommendation. Yes. Just to watch Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. I will. And you must let me know what you think of it. Okay. 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 Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How delightful. <laughs> My name is Russell Grant. And today on the show, I was chatting with Maud Sandam. And this episode was engineered by the incredible Graham Hackney. And yeah, if you enjoy the video store and you want to see more, if you haven't already, please give us a little subscribe. And uh, if you want to share the love with anyone, you can always send them to thevideostore.co.za where you can find your platform of choice and subscribe there uh, we are building little communities on instagram uh, under the video store pod and on facebook uh, a group so facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the video store and yeah it'd be great to hear from you <clears throat> please let us know what kind of stuff you're watching what you think about some of the 
opinions we give, as well as if there's something we've missed and, and should be uh, looking at something else. Uh, it would be always great to, to chat more. All right. Thanks so much. We will see you soon.